What's up, everybody? Welcome to the living room. We are so excited to be here. Oh, my goodness. I hope you're having an amazing start to your new year. Hopefully, uh, we're almost two full weeks into 2023. I hope that it is going awesome for you. Um, I am so excited to be joined by Sarah, by Emma, we are uh, all excited to be here. At least I hope so. I, I think they're excited to be Super here. Super excited. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded not excited. I promise you I really am. Yeah, we're excited. Forced to be in here. You know? I'm so excited. You just keep throwing me off when you're like, we're two weeks into 2023. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're right. We all are. Yep. Yep. It is a new year. Same me. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've given up on being a new me. <laughs> it hasn't happened. Nate, I don't want you to be a new you. Yeah, you just, are just be you, Nate. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you be you. Oh, man. Gosh. That reminds me. My uncle's Wi-Fi password was UBU for JC. And like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, that's his Wi-Fi password. Wow. So, I hope he doesn't listen to this. So then everyone knows the Wi-Fi password. Yeah. Well, if you live in uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Right, uh, hit us up. Um, and I'll give you his address. And you can go steal his Wi-Fi. Hmm. But UBU for JC. The number four? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say the letter U or oh, yeah. Y-O-U. Oh, it's U-B-U. The, the number, number four. four JC. Gotcha. Yep, yep, mm. yep. Wow. wow. Cringy Wi-Fi passwords, am I right? Mm. Sorry, Uncle. Love you. Um. Anyway, <laughs> um, how are you guys doing? Are you guys happy? Are you Are you happy? Like, how, how, how are we doing? I'm pretty happy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel pretty good, yeah. yeah, yeah. Why, why are you happy? I get to podcast with my friends, get to hang out with you guys. That's a lot of fun. Nice, nice. Ooh. It's a new year. Just drank a good cup of tea and a new mm. mug. Wow. Yeah. I, I went to see, like, show them like they could see it. They can't see it. <laughs> I, like, held it up. It is a very cute mug. Yeah, it is. It is an <laughs> adorable mug. people person mug. You are a people person, Emma. I am a people person. I'm very much a people person. You make That's people awesome. happy, Emma. Like, like when you show up, you know, and you're Aww, just like, oh, what's up? Okay. I said, Aww, I said people, so nice. not me. Stop it. Oh, okay, I'm not being that nice. Wow. Nate, are you happy? Of course yeah. I am. I'm here doing my job. Oh, just kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, I'm happy. I'm always happy to uh, be podcasting with you guys. I'm not always happy. I, but yeah, I was going to say, uh, okay. I am always happy, always happy we get to podcast. Um, and uh, I am happy for you who are listening that you're joining in on us. Um, it's our second episode of 2023. And uh, if you haven't picked up on it yet, we're talking about happiness. Um, and and I think this is a, a timely conversation and, and an important one because I joked about New Year, New Me. I mean, that is something that happens. Like, this time of year, everybody... I mean, you've already broken your New Year's resolutions by now. Like, we're two weeks in. I think I've set okay. one already. Right. If you've even set them, okay? Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> so you've already broken them, uh, even if you set them. But I do find it fascinating how, in January, we do start thinking about, like, what changes to make in our life. Mm -hmm. And like, I think a lot of it goes back to the, like we want to be happy and, mm -hmm. and there's just certain things in our life that we're either doing that we know is stealing our happiness or there are things we're not doing that we're like, if I did that, it would lead to me being happy. And so, you know, there's a lot of different ways this conversation could go, but 
I wanted to start off with a generic question of just what are some things in life that make you happy? So, so what are some things in life that make you happy? Okay. Sarah, I'm you want to... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I was going to say, I'm pulling up my list I have. Wow. Emma does have a life. list. I gotta find it, though. Wow. <laughs> Emma's list makes me happy. Wow. I, uh, list, second, I lists tend to not make me happy. Oh. But, um, <laughs> I have a million lists on my phone. But we're not there yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what makes you happy, Sarah? Oh, honestly, a lot of things. But I love getting to hang out with like friends and family. That's something that always makes me happy. Um, it's funny, last or a couple nights ago, Molly and Emma and I were hanging out and we were playing the game. It's not, we're not really strangers. And edition. the friendship edition. And one of the questions of was like, when are you like happy or something? And we all three of us at the same time were like, right now. <laughs> and I think just like, Aww. yeah, it was, it was a very all worthy moment. <laughs> but yeah, just hanging out with like friends and family. Um, this is probably going to sound as a shocker to many people, but running <laughs> makes me happy. Um, and not at 3 a.m. Um, for those Rick students that are listening. I do not run at 3 a.m. 3.30 a.m. But I also, yeah, reading, arts and crafts. <laughs> I really am outing myself as a grandma right now. But <laughs> You're growing into your age. Yes. Grandma Sarah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. What makes you happy, Emma? Um, I think, like Sarah said, the very much so, like, just being with friends, uh, family, like, that kind of stuff. I love playing board games and playing mm-hmm. games in general. I'm a big fan of that. My dream is just to have a massive field day with, like, everyone I know. I think that'd be Everything incredible. goes back to field day with you. you, you know. I, well, I'm telling you, it's my <laughs> dream. Um, but the list I have of just, like, the little things in life that make me happy are, like, not that big things don't make me happy, but I just think there's something about being reminded of the little things that make mm-hmm. me happy. So it's like when a random kid waves you at a store, like I love when that happens. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> or like when you see a puppy who's still like growing into their feet and they're just like rambling like about. <laughs> like I think that's so cute. That makes me so happy. Um, I think I had a really long conversation, like phone call, um, with it, like catching up with a friend who I hadn't talked to in a while. That was awesome the other day. I think that was super fun. Um, we talked for like over an hour, which was awesome. Just flowers, like having flowers in my apartment. I, love I think it's great. Mm. I'm trying to think what else. Mm. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's a big one. Music, music makes mm. you really happy. That's I was gonna start one. my list with music. Specifically yeah. Taylor Swift. Yeah, I mean Taylor Swift. Uh, although you guys will be proud, I'm on a big uh, Laney kick right now. Wow, uh, really? Yeah. What are you listening to? What? Um, Tell me. I love. Um, oh, what's it called? Is it Far Away? No. What's that one? Yeah, Super Far. Um, Ooh, super for far whatever reason, I think a Nickelback song "Far Away." When I listen mm-hmm. to that, I don't know why. Anyway, uh, Good Guys. <laughs> that's a great song. Oh, I like Good Guys. Yeah. Um, Thanks, guys. The uh, it down. Cowboy in L.A. or whatever that one Ooh, is. Cowboy in L.A. Yeah, yeah, babe, no way. I love that one. Yep. Malibu Nights. Oh, yeah. So good. Good songs. Um, great. Yeah, so they music, make me happy. music is music is one. Does that make you happy? Music, that, that you're listening, listening to Laney? Laney? It does. Okay, good. I, I was love just checking. Laney. 
Just checking. Um, I love when you love things that we love. <laughs> yeah. Well. When my friends are friends, that makes mm-hmm. me happy. Mm-hmm. That makes me so happy, actually. Yeah. I mean, I think I've shared this before, but, like, I did notice that, like, so in 2020, when I wasn't driving around as much, the amount of music I listened to went down because I don't know why I didn't have the impact that you did, Emma, where, like, yeah, you listen to music all the time. I don't know. I I mean, uh, eventually it did go up for me, but, like, there's, like, the first month or two when, like, lockdown and everything was happening, I wasn't listening to music. And it dawned on me one day, I'm like, I'm less happy because I'm not listening to music as much. Like, I like I haven't listened to, because the majority of my music yeah. is in my car. car. Rides. And mm-hmm. and I wasn't taking any car rides. And so, anyway, I started listening to music. But yeah, music. Um, my kids mostly make me happy. Um, <laughs> you know, they have their moments that I guess they don't. But overall, they do. Um, my my youngest son, well, my youngest kid, uh, he's my only son, uh, Jack, the <laughs> other day. Um, I was just sitting on the couch. And uh, he came and he's like, Dad, can I sit next to you? I was like, of course you can. He goes, Daddy, I love you. And I'm like, oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> I'm so happy. This You're is like, the greatest right, okay. moment ever. So that stuff obviously makes me happy. I mean, yeah, coffee. Mm. Coffee. I uh, can't believe I forgot oh about my gosh, coffee. Nate. My gosh. I drank matcha the other day. Wow. I, I know. <laughs> wow, you're taking that makes Sorry. me happy. You're, yeah. The day the day you drink your first iced coffee, I'll be happy. <laughs> I don't know if that will ever happen. Uh, it starts uh. with matcha. That I said coffee would never happen. Started drinking matcha. Here's the thing. I think I'm a little bit more of a spiteful person than you, Sarah. See, <laughs> see, that's the thing, is that like I mean us just saying that, we said it back two months. Like, us well, saying that she's going to yeah. drink it. Well, the first like, time that I started drinking coffee, I didn't want Nate to know because I also didn't want him to know that he won. And so I would put, like, hot chocolate and coffee in a cup so that it, like, smelled mostly just like hot chocolate. Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, I know. Why do people not want me to win? Like, like Because. Because you hate that I'm right. Because you time? always win. I don't always win. Uh, most of the time, you are correct. Here's you, yeah. And I mean this not in a bad way, but you don't let us forget when you win. Yes. <laughs> because you you are happy when you win. it's a great <laughs> yeah. story. It is. And it normally is a really great story. It so. is. Yeah. It's, but anyways, I didn't mean to interrupt your I'm what not makes like you it. happy. But. Well, that is something that makes me happy, though, is winning. <laughs> Being right. I mean. That's true. You know? Yeah, that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Um. So... Here's the opposite of that. What steals your happiness? Mm. Can your happiness be stolen? What 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 is it that steals your happiness? I think I just had a lady. Oh, sorry. Oh, Sarah, go go, ahead. No, you go for it, Emma. I was just gonna say I don't know if this necessarily stole my happiness, but it didn't make me happy. Um, I'm assuming she was cussing me out, but this lady just cussed me out in the parking lot, and she was mad, and I don't know why. Um. And for the most part, like, I'll admit, and I will know if I did something wrong in the road and be like, yeah, I probably deserved, like, that finger or, like, getting cussed out. But I don't know what I did wrong. And this, let me tell you, she looked at me dead in the eye and was, like, going off. And I was just kind of like, oh, man. Like, this is a bummer. Bummer. I, um, we'll go to Sarah next. But it just reminds me that I heard a comedian talk about. We obviously have a universal signal to let other people know that they were an idiot on the road. 
We need a Damn. universal signal to be like, I'm an idiot. I, I know, know I'm an idiot. I know yeah, I'm I saw about. that the other day and like, I was like, I want that so badly. Wait. So I can be like, listen, I know I'm being dumb. Yeah. We don't need to talk about it's it. It's kind yes. of like when you do like the little wave, you're like, I'm sorry. Like you like scrunch your no. face up. You're like, my bad. <laughs> like, there's a way to give yourself the bird. <laughs> It was like, like basically I saw something. It was like let's make a horn that's like an octave lower that you can like mm. switch on and be like, my bad, my bad my guys, bad. <laughs> my bad. So yeah, bad bad drivers <laughs> that can steal some yep. happiness, I guess. What were you thinking, Sarah? I mean, I think the first thing that I always think about when I think about like what makes me not happy is like when I start comparing myself to other people <laughs> or like to what other people have or what other people can do that I can't or like that I don't have. And I think like that immediately like shifts my focus from like, Oh, this is what's really good in my life to like, Oh, this is what is good in someone else's life. And I don't have that. And that can make me like, I mean, anytime that I do that, which it happens often more often than I'd like to admit, like anytime I do that, it like makes me not happy because I'm focused on what I don't have versus being grateful for the things that I do. Mm. Mm. That's really good. Yeah. That's a, that's a deep answer. Right, I know. Well, I know. I can keep going with that, Sarah. I think I 100% agree. Like comparison is, it steals happiness so quickly. <laughs> like, in all sense of the word of like whether it's like personality traits like clothes like you can compare so much i think everyone can probably find something mm-hmm. that they like envy or like in someone else and that can steal your joy so quickly um i think something else which i i think it's kind of two prong um as i like am processing through this but like seeing people i care about make or like not living into their purpose or making Mm. harmful decisions like that's really hard for me and that like makes me really upset and on the flip side like (laughs) this is just gonna expose me a little bit but then like i get upset that i'm upset because like i can't make their decisions for them type of thing we're like um so like that's just kind of a twofold thing where like i care a lot about the people i love obviously and i want to make i i want them to make the best choices for themselves and seeing them like make really harmful or like bad decisions or like repetitive bad decisions is really hard and heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. But also like there's this kind of, especially I feel like you guys understand this where it's like part of our job where like we get to sit with people as they continually continuously do that and be there for them. Mm-hmm. And that can be really hard. And I want to make the choices for them and be like, listen, like <laughs> this is what you should do. You gotta, <laughs> we're doing something but like that's the hard part where that's either a gonna like really damage the relationship or like b it's not going to be as impactful of them making the choice themselves and so i think that's just kind of like a a rough spot to be in that makes me instill my happiness Mm. yeah yeah i mean that's definitely definitely challenging i mean we use the analogy sometimes and i think all of us regardless of you know what your job is like you can see people in your life making bad decisions and see where it is leading and it's like watching a train wreck in slow Mm -hmm. motion like you know (laughs) where it's going to lead um and it's going to lead to them the person you care about not being happy Mm -hmm. (laughs) like like having troubles in their life 
and and it can be really frustrating what i think is interesting though and goes back to something sarah said and really gets into the the meat of what i was hoping to talk about is while that dynamic is true when we look at other people we somehow don't always see it Mm. in ourselves and the decisions Mm -hmm. we're making and um and that's that's just a uh, pretty universal thing as well that like you can see what somebody else should be doing and you can right. tell them now what you need to do and uh, you know mm-hmm. is you know what what are you talking yeah. about I'm not doing anything wrong and the thing that I think is interesting is that like I think for the most part <laughs> as much as we we maybe we can come out here for a second you know I think a lot of times we pretend not not pretend. Like, I think there's good intentions behind this, but like we can say things like we're we're seeking truth or we're seeking, you know, like growing and, mm-hmm. you know, learning and like, like we can dress it up different ways. But I really think, especially here in America and in the Western world where we've had a lot of privilege and um and just honestly comfort that, that other mm-hmm. people haven't had access to, I think one of the main driving questions <laughs> that guides us whether we realize it or not is what's going to make me happy mm-hmm. like, like and i mm-hmm. think that, that that is the main question driving things and there's happiness in the short term there's happiness in the long term more moderate and mm-hmm. and i think that most decisions we think about are, are at the end of the day what's going to make me happy and you know i think most people the way they would you know if i were to ask people like what is a good life Mm. like i think it would match up a lot of the things that that they say make them happy that like that they would have more of the happiness and less of the things that Mm -hmm. make them not happy like i think that that again especially when you've you've come from a privileged place i think that um that tends to be the thing that we we have the privilege to focus on is that like Mm -hmm. i just want to be happy you know I want less bad drivers in my life mm-hmm. <laughs> and I want, you know, more my kids being sweet. I want my kids to not fuss at, not fuss at with each other or fuss with me. I want them to just be like, daddy, I love you. You're the greatest. Like I want more yes. happiness in my life, mm-hmm. but, and that's great. Like, you know, that's, I don't, I don't see either one of you writing that down. That's revolutionary. Yeah. Sorry. We, we want more happiness, Sorry, Nate. you know? Okay. I know that that's not a revolutionary thought that we want to be more mm-hmm. happy. My question is, is that a good life? Is that like, like how can you have a good life? How can you be more happy? Like, I mean, there, there's just, I know there's a lot of thoughts in there, but like hmm. when, when we are all trying, uh, so what I think is so, I'll set it up maybe the question up this way, is that we have access to so many things mm-hmm. that at least again here in America, you would think we would be happier than we really are. Right. Mm-hmm. But, time like we have <laughs> we have running water most of us have running water we know where our next meal is going to come from we uh <laughs> we have roads to drive on a, l- a lot of us have cars if we don't have cars we have access to people who have cars or public transportation like there's just lots of privileges that we have that other people don't have yet we struggle with happiness quite mm-hmm. a bit and so my question is like why is that how can we be more happy like how can we have a good and better life because i think that is what a lot of us are searching for and i think it's highlighted this time of year when we're like here's all the changes i'm going to make and then we don't follow through on them but yeah how can we have a good life how can we be happier how you know 
Take that whichever direction you, you want to. But yeah, how can we be hmm. happier? <laughs> this is, there's a lot there, Nate. Yeah. <laughs> well, fix it. Solve it. Here we go. Welcome well, to the living think, room. Day I one. Think part of that, like what you just said, like fix it, solve it, is like what you were saying, especially this time of year, coming off of Christmas, getting into the new year, where you're like, how can I have more happiness? Or like, what changes do I need to make? I think is this intrinsic I don't know if I'm using that word right but like and this is me verbal processing this as I speak spaghetti Um, but I think there's something in us that like we just realize is broken and we're looking for something Mm. to fix it Mm. and so I think that like you said that like short term happiness or like Mm -hmm. those changes we need need to make might actually lead to happiness. Like, I don't want people not to think that, like, maybe working out, like, there is scientific facts behind that, that mm-hmm. working out does, might, or for most people, tend to lead to a little bit of a happier life or, like, a healthier life. And so I do think there are things like that that can, like, there are lifestyle changes that can happen that can lead to happier life, but that's hard. Um, but I do think there is, like, this something in us that, we're looking for to fix of like that brokenness in us that just kind of points to not being happy or like that there's something missing and that what we're looking for or what we think we're looking for is that happiness. And so it might be those short term, like little bursts of happiness that like, Oh, like I'm just kind of numbing it or covering it. And that feels Mm -hmm. good in this moment. So it's fixed type of thing. But I, I don't, really know how to wrap that thought up but i do think there's something in us or for most of us i would or i'll speak for myself that there is like this brokenness in me that like Hmm. i don't know i think that's where i kind of went when you first asked the question yeah kind of like as you're saying that like i'm thinking of this story that i i mean this happens to me all the time and like i was talking about this with someone the other day where like I mean, going back to, like, things that do make us happy, like, I'll write down lists sometimes for, like, to go back to, like, when I'm, like, having a bad day or something so I can, like, do something off the list to, like, help increase my mood or whatever. And one thing, this is just very ironic, but one thing that is, like, never on that list for me is social media, is, like, scrolling on Mm -hmm. social media. But then when I find myself, like, in a bad mood or, like, having a bad day or something... I do what you were just saying, Emma, like I, to try to like fix that brokenness or whatever, I like try to numb it by like mm-hmm. just scrolling on social media. And after like 30 minutes or an hour or so of doing that, like, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I know that this is not the answer. Like I know that this is not helping me be happier. And I think so much of that, like, I mean, that I do it all the time. And even after I'm like, why did I just do that? The next day I'll do it again because like it, it, it is a habit that we get ourselves into but I think that that goes back to what you were saying Emma like we're searching for something and like we don't really fully know what that is all the time but like we I think it's that realization like we really can't control our own happiness all the time like we aren't like we can't fix it we can't fix that brokenness on our own and I think that that is like the question of like what can and like how do we how do we fix that brokenness when like the things that we're trying to, yeah. And when the things that we're like trying to do to make us happy, like don't always work. And like I can do like 
even if I'm not on my phone, like I can like paint or like I can go for a run, but like I could still not be happy after that. So like, Mm -hmm. what do we do with that? So that doesn't answer your question, Nate, but it's more (laughs) of just like, this is like a real question that, you know, I do. Sorry, Nate. I was going to say, I do think there's something that you were saying, Sarah, where there's almost like this, I don't necessarily know how to word this, but like, maybe there's this pressure that people feel that they feel like they need to be happy all the time. Mm. And I do think there's something where like, especially as we're moving forward in this, especially with this college generation and like young people coming up where like mental health is so much of the conversation Mm. where like, it's okay if you're not happy all the time. And like, there's that, which I think is an amazing conversation that is like needs to be had or like, it's okay to feel emotions and like process through that. But like, I, I agree, Sarah, where like, what's the difference between, or like what can fix that mm-hmm. brokenness or like, is there a fix or like, mm-hmm. is, is the goal just to be happy all the time? Like, is that actually the goal or should it be the goal? Or do you need these like, maybe not negative things, but like, or negative emotions, but these other emotions mm-hmm to then help you realize how good happiness is or like joy is because like, if you're just happy all the time, is that even worth it? Or is that Mm -hmm. a good, I don't know. I'm just, I think, I think something that like to make some of this a little practical that there's three main themes that I hear, uh, us saying that, that I think impact happiness. And then, uh, then we can wrap up with, I think the question you're asking is like, what do we, what, or that you're both asking, like, like, what do we do with mm-hmm. this? Like, how do we quote unquote fix this? Can it be fixed? Uh, I want to drill into that uh, after this. But I think three big th- topics that I hear is first, uh, comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no win in that. Okay. That is, uh, you know, quote from from our guy andy okay there's no win in comparison and, and it's not like anytime you're comparing and mm-hmm. social media i mean just makes it super easy to to compare and like that's that's one of the reasons that impacts our happiness in a negative way is that you're seeing people's highlight reel all right mm-hmm. and, and i think for most of us that's not new information but uh but yeah i mean you when whenever you're comparing it tends to be a negative mm-hmm. <laughs> um uh, the second thing is I um I find that, that again like when when I say this out loud nobody's like wow I never thought about that but but we tend to forget it when it's in the it, you know just in our day-to-day life and decisions and that is that <clears throat> there there's a tension between what you want now and mm-hmm. what you ultimately want right and mm-hmm. and you know there's the thing about tensions is that you can't go fully on one over the other okay because mm-hmm. because if you never so if you never eat the ice cream okay if you uh-huh. never you know like indulge in some some things and stuff then that though it is going to impact your happiness on the other hand if you're always just eating mm-hmm. the ice cream or whatever that's not going to help you what you ultimately want and so there's a tension there mm-hmm. and that can be really hard and we tend to the problem is we tend to opt for and focus solely on what we want right now in the moment, which then right. pushes some of the bigger things in our life away because that's that's what we ultimately want. Mm-hmm. 
And then the third thing, which, which leads us to what do we do with this, is that, like, yeah, life is not going to be perfect and you're not always going to be happy. Things are going to happen. And so uh-huh. what do you do with that? Like, what some of it's in your control and you're going to mess up. Some of it's going to be outside okay. of your control and, you know, you're not the one that messed up, but you're the one that has to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And so what do we do with that? And this is where I think Jesus has a lot to offer because I think it's interesting. Jesus, when he summarized this, um, and it's all right if you don't believe in Jesus. Uh, not everybody who's part of Sojourn or the living room um, believes or agrees with me on Jesus. And so that's totally fine. So you can disagree with this. But I think this is something worth thinking about is that. Jesus didn't say, I came so you would all be happier, <laughs> okay? Um, the way he described it is he said, I came so you will have a full life. Mm-hmm. And and I think that, you know, part of that is because of brokenness in the world, which that's a whole other topic, but because of brokenness in the world, one of the things that's just inevitable is that we're not going to always be happy. Mm-hmm. But I think Jesus has something to offer there in helping us how do we navigate that and what do we do with that and so you know whether it's through jesus or not i I want it to you know ask you guys to to kind of respond or build off of that that like what do you do when you're not happy like like what are some helpful things that you do and then also like yeah where do you see jesus interact with this Hmm. yeah i think that that is like a really good question and I think that that is important to like the, what you were just saying, Nate, about how like Jesus said that he came to give us like a full life. Like that means the good and the bad too, which Uh we like, and myself even personally, like I would love it if it was just like all the good and not less of the bad. But then like going back to what you were saying earlier, Emma, like I think sometimes like if we're only ever experiencing good, like we can take it for granted and like we don't fully like, recognize like how good things actually are when things are good and like vice versa like when we're having a bad day we're like oh I'm never gonna be happy again or whatever but like it eventually like switches but I think like what I'm like thinking about now and like like something like practical I guess that I do like when I am having a bad day and like am intentional about the way that I'm like trying to focus on like being happy or like reminding myself of what's true I think it is like just remembering where my hope is and as like someone that like follows Jesus and like believes in Jesus like I do have hope that like even when I'm having a bad day that like there still is hope in that and like I think it is a weird like like in between of like okay I'm like still in this like moment and I'm like really sad right now or I'm like really frustrated about this or this is like breaking my heart right now but also knowing that like I believe that like God sees me there in that moment and like that there is hope and that like that's not the end and so like it's allowing myself like kind of what we've been saying this whole time of like allowing myself to like sit in that sadness which is gross and (laughs) I I don't like but I've, um, thanks to therapy, have been working on that of just allowing myself to uh, sit. Yes, it's a thing <laughs> to uh, sit in sadness more, but to know that like the sadness that I'm feeling like 
is not the end and that there is hope and that there is joy like beyond that and I think that that is like what eventually like leads me to like see a bright bright spot to be really cheesy but to see like a bright spot on a dark day <laughs> mm. what are you thinking Emma <laughs> sorry I was really thinking there for a second um I think I really liked how you made the point of like how again if you don't necessarily believe in Jesus you're probably in the right place because not everyone in sojourn like you said does and that's totally okay but I think the promise that he brings to us is worth bringing up and having a conversation of even if like you don't follow Jesus but asking that question like do I want to live a happy life or do I want to live a full life and just like Mm really kind of breaking down the difference of that because I do think there's something of like within a full life I think you'll find happiness and that's incredible um and you'll have these amazing happy moments but I don't necessarily know if in like if you're chasing after a happy life you'll always have not that you're always going to have I don't really like the word always but like in a happy life I don't know if you're going to find fulfillment or that full Mm -hmm. life Mm -hmm. um and so like what does that look like because I I do think there is like this attractiveness to chase after that happiness, especially now where I think there's kind of been a little bit of a switch where it's like, like you said, Nate, it's just do what makes you happy. Like there's so many more people who aren't working nine to fives. And like you said, um, we, especially where we live that privilege that we don't have to work a nine to five or like, we don't have to work a job in general. Mm-hmm. Like you can do what makes you happy. Or we also just live in a, a world right now where you can do what makes you happy and find a way to make money. Mm-hmm. Um, how fulfilling that is and like how, that can lead to a full life where I think eventually that chase is going to exhaust you and it's going to wear you out or it's just going to become, like I said, not fulfilling. And you're always Mm going to have to find that next thing that makes you happy. Where I think with Jesus, like you said, there's this hope and almost this contentment that if that's the thing that you find your hope in and like your fulfillment in, even on those bad days, you're going to have that hope and you're not chasing 45,000 different things Mm -hmm. you just kind of have that one thing or the one main thing that you get your value in and to know that I think comparison goes down I think fulfillment goes up I do think your happiness can go up I think Mm -hmm. you have a lot of opportunity for that but I do think you just live a fuller life where even like you said Sarah in those moments where shit hits the fan or whatever like every just like whatever those cheesy phrases are where like everything's dark and all that stuff you can still kind of cling to this hope that there is a a good life and like mm-hmm. i i don't want to say that there's happiness but there is like i think there is a difference between a full life and a happy life mm-hmm. and like i said i think living a full life you can have happiness but i don't necessarily think living a happy life you can live a full life mm-hmm. yeah I mean, yeah, I think the thing, one of the things you're driving at there is that, like, if you just chase happiness, I think you're going to, I mean, I I think you'll find yourself lacking 
regularly. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 there, of course you'll have some happy moments. Yeah. I mean, I mean, how many times? I mean, I've just heard this example time and time again. You know, and it's different people, but like, how many athletes or celebrities mm-hmm. or music artists like they talk about like, you know, yeah, I got to the top and then. I still wasn't happy. And so then I got, you know, I set another goal and like, and I was happy for like a day or two, but then like, and then I wasn't happy. Like, like Mm -hmm. it's going to be this always elusive thing. And I think that that's one of the, you know, paradoxes of it is that like, if all you do is spend your time chasing happiness, you're actually going to be less happy. Right. Then, then considering this full life, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I I wanted to like kind of close out with, with these two really important thoughts that you guys brought up one was you know you both touched on this but like one of the unique things about jesus is that uh he he promised that there would be good some good in in anything bad that happens and that doesn't make i mean we we have episodes where we talk about this and i'll make sure we talk about this more in depth later but like that doesn't mean you enjoy the bad thing mm-hmm. happening. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't take the pain away from it. It doesn't mm-hmm. any of that. Of course, you'd still always rather pick the pain not happen. Of of course. But the unique thing is is that there there is hope mm-hmm. that that not just that the pain will go away, but the pain will have a purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, again, I know in the light of the pain happening that doesn't seem like much but in the moments where i've been at my darkest that's been one of the things that i clean cling to and that i've seen come true is that Mm. your pain can have purpose when when god is involved um which again i'd rather there not be pain but it's better the pain to have purpose than it just be meaningless and purple you know no purpose to the pain um but on a more positive note one of the things, too, that we see in Jesus, and I know this is something both of you do. In fact, I mean, like, you, you've even talked about it some. But, like, in the moments, and, and even, you know, yes, the the hard times, but even the more just mundane mm-hmm. things. One of the things, one of the most practical things, if, if you've made it this far and you're like, what what practically can I do in my life? One of the most practical things that you can do is to spend some time every day or even multiple times a day reflecting on things that have brought you joy mm-hmm. in the past 24, 48 hours. Um, you know, and that's not always easy <laughs> to, to focus mm-hmm. on the things that you're, you're grateful for, but, uh, but it's definitely been, it's definitely a thing that can have a big impact. And so I wanted to close out with, I know this is something you guys, uh, try to do and maybe you've tried it with differing levels of success during differing seasons um but yeah i would just love for both of you to reflect on what is it like trying to remember being mm-hmm. grateful and what impacts have you seen yeah start with you sarah yeah i think um yeah just practicing gratitude is something that like i i'm not perfect at it but i have been trying to do it like every morning honestly for the past like maybe five or so years of just like writing down a list of things that I'm thankful for and I think like creating the habit of it is really helpful because on days when I wake up and I'm like I just want to go back to bed like I don't want to handle today like (laughs) I just want to go to bed like I think that like getting up out of bed and like getting my journal and like still writing down 
five or 10 things like is really helpful for like being able to focus on like everything might not be good about today and I might be struggling with this but like there are things that I have to be grateful for and like um just being able to focus on that I think is something that is really has really helped me um especially like what we've been talking about like when days aren't that great but then also like when days are good to be able to like really celebrate like okay like this is something that I'm like super thankful for today and like it's worth celebrating and I think like shifting my mindset of like there are a lot of things that I have to be grateful for even when things aren't perfect or when I wish things like would be different or whatever like there I think being able to focus on the things that I am grateful for like has really like changed the way that I view my life and happiness and all of that. So yeah, I recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Emma? Yeah, I think like Sarah said, finding a way to create a habit, whether it's journaling or finding what works for you to kind of weave gratefulness into your routine or your whatever it is. Um, and I am definitely not perfect at it either. And I definitely think I come in waves where it's like for a good four weeks, I crush it and then life happens. Um, but I also think there's something about inviting other people into that. And I think especially just with the seasons we're wrapping up of like Thanksgiving, I know that was a couple months ago and just Christmas and just the work we do. Um, I think I just spent a lot of December and like November reflecting on and this is more like for me personally the kind of like work that we do but I think it can also it led a lot to this like personal reflection um but just like inviting people into that conversation with you I think is really good and I think for me it's just because I tend to be more of a verbal processor but like having those people with you to even um maybe remind you or like I know Molly and I were sitting down just kind of talking about our semester and I said something and I forget what it was, but it like triggered a memory that Molly had that like all of a sudden we were like down this rabbit hole of all these little moments from the semester that we were super grateful for. And just like, it was this cool conversation that we kind of got to have. Um, that honestly, I don't know if I would have remembered those moments without her. And so I think having one or two or even three people in your life that you can kind of, I think there's something about doing it on your own and having your own personal thing, but just like every once in a while, kind of inviting someone into that conversation and getting to celebrate what they're grateful for, but Mm -hmm. also kind of having them being able to point out like, here's what I'm seeing in your life or what we're doing together that like have made me grateful or that like, I think that's really cool too. Even just to see other perspectives of like, I'm going to assume it's someone you're close with. So like, if you're experiencing the same things, like their perspective and like what they were grateful for from that moment might be very different from what you're grateful for in that moment. But just to see the different kind of perspectives, I think is awesome. And just getting to invite people in to then celebrate with you is always really fun. Yeah. I think that that this is huge because one of the things that is, is fascinating in in all of our lives is that when there's a hard thing and it can even sometimes it can be even small challenges they can wipe out we 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 just naturally drift in that direction like they can wipe out every other good thing in our life and so working on the habit the discipline which of course we're gonna struggle at getting perfectly but working on the habit of focusing on what you're grateful for uh 
helps break that cycle. It helps be like like there are things. And again, not to say that the hard things aren't hard. Like I'm sure right. that they, that they that they are. And some some really challenging things. They're they're that they're really challenging. And it's not to water that down, but and it is to help have a more full life. Part of that having a full life is recognizing there are even in the worst days there are things to be thankful and grateful for, which. Which, again, is easy to sit here and say behind a microphone. It is much easier to put into practice. But this is where we love to hear from you guys because if, uh, you know, you have thoughts on this or you have had success with this or challenges with this, uh, us sharing that with each other, one, you might help us. Um, yeah. <laughs> you might help other people um, or other people may help you. And, and ultimately, we can head into 2023. Yes, Emma, it is 2023. Okay. We can... Head into 2023 with a more full life. Mm-hmm. I think hopefully more happiness. And and I think it comes with us sharing and helping each other. I really like what you ended with, Emma, because that's a community. I mean, it is a mm-hmm. community working on how do we have a full life together? How do we celebrate the good things? And and, and how do we, like, you know, work through the, the challenges? And so I love that. We'd love to hear from you. Um all the questions we asked and stuff uh, are in our show notes, which you can definitely share with people uh, and have these conversations. But the most important thing that you do is very, very important. Um, and so I, th- I think I think we did okay last week. Okay, let, let, let's try to crush it this week. All right, what is the important thing they need to do? They need to stay, stay awesome. awesome. Woo! See you, friends. <laughs>